Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of GCC Talk, the weekly podcast from Grace Community Church in Crossville, Tennessee. I'm joined, as always, by my amazing wife, Jessica. Hello. And our awesome women, women's ministry director, Teresa. Hello. All right, guys, I will say it is awesome to be back. I actually have not been in this room recording podcast in a month. The girls kind of took it away. Uh, I, I know it seems like I was back last week, but that podcast was recorded in February. So mm. this is my first time back. And welcome. Welcome back. <laughs> welcome back, me. Yes. yes. Good yes. Welcome back, you. <laughs> All right. So today we're going to be talking about why you should invite people for Easter, specifically why you should invite people for Easter at Grace, because we're doing some amazing things. We're just yes. pumped about it. And then we're going to talk about how to invite people for Easter. But before we do that, let's start with our random question of the day. So when did you first attend Grace? All right, Tracy, you want to start? Sure. My first day at Grace was November 7th, 1999. I remember it well. It was Friends Day, and um, Sherry actually invited me and my family to come to Grace, and we loved it. I hadn't been going to church at all uh, since I was a child, and um, we just felt right at home and came back every Sunday ever since. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right, so what Justin, about y'all? Okay. You want to answer for us? I think... Well, I just recently discovered it, the actual date. Okay. It was March the 31st. 2013. 2013. Yeah. And Easter, it had to have been Easter. Right. Yeah. So, it was, yeah. It was Easter. Yeah. I remember it specifically it was on Easter yeah. when we first came. That's awesome. Yeah. Long time. And we've been here. Every, all of us have been here ever, ever since. since. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't, awesome. I can't, I don't remember missing, we probably missed a handful of Sundays. If, if that. And because, that is, right. that yeah. is with us going to like winter conference and mm-hmm. things like that. So. Yeah. Yeah, we've been here just about every week since 2013. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, which is which is crazy. We were kind of talking about this before we started the podcast that it's only been six years, mm-hmm. and like we have, God has just changed our lives so much. I mean, I went from not knowing God at all, like yeah. with minimal, almost no biblical knowledge, to like three years <laughs> later, Dennis had me on stage preaching. Yes, it's, it's crazy. just, and, and not only that, I had my worst fear at that time was public speaking <laughs> and and just god just changed it it wasn't like a long drawn out process god changed it overnight right yeah, it's like one day you didn't speak and the next day you spoke well <laughs> it's, it's so it's crazy just to yeah. think about that it's a god thing it is definitely a god thing and i, I see that with all of our stories too mm-hmm. though yeah you want you want to talk a little bit about your story Teresa? because i know when you started you had a pretty life-changing uh ministry calling and everything too right well when i first came to grace um, like I think the next Sunday, uh, Sharon, Pastor Dennis's wife, Sharon was working in the children's ministry at that time and she needed somebody to run sound. And so she asked me because she knew Sherry. So she knew me through that and she asked me to help with that. And I fell in love with children's church first. Right. So, <laughs> so uh, I started going to children's church every Sunday and working in there and I just loved it. And I learned all the Bible stories in there just right along with the kids. And, and, um, I ended up giving my life to Christ in there. And then, you know, went on to youth ministry and, and now women's ministry. And That's just crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing how God just progresses our lives. And he has a plan the whole time. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. It all started with one invitation. That's it right. Did, yeah. It absolutely did. One conversation. One conversation. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I think that leads us to 
to where we're at today. We're coming up on Easter. We know, statistically speaking, Easter is the most attended Sunday in the entire year. Yes. That people who don't go to church on a regular basis, that is the one day they're probably going to mm-hmm. go to a church. Right. Um, actually, looking at Google Trends, which I've been just in love with lately, the search for church is up 20%, which doesn't sound like much, but that's millions right. that's around crazy. Easter time. So not only people mm. are planning to go to church, but they don't know which church they're going to go to. Right. Mm. Why not invite them to the church you love? Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yes. we know, well, what's the statistic for invitations? 82% of people w- who don't attend church would attend church if someone invited them. Yeah. And yeah, I'm sure that it. statistic's probably higher for Easter, mm-hmm. but that because that's just a regular Sunday, 82%. Right. I'm pretty sure that's from Tom Rainer. They do a ton of church uh, research and stuff like that. But he also says... Seven out of ten unchurched people have never been invited to church. I believe that. Tom Rainer says that. Because I think about why didn't I go to church? Mm -hmm. Because I I was raised to believe in God, Mm -hmm. um, but I never devoted my life to him, and Mm -hmm. I didn't attend church, um, but I knew he existed. Mm -hmm. And I really think, you know, because I didn't go until 1999, so I was in my mid to late 20s. So I really think if someone had invited me before that, I probably would have went. But nobody did. I agree. Uh, <laughs> and that's the thing is, when I was a teenager, I was, you know, I, was, I wasn't invited to church. I was invited to lock-ins. I was invited to play basketball, to have yeah. fun, which I get. I do the same thing with our teenagers now. Because mm-hmm. if you can get, you know, someone in the door that doesn't know Jesus, you can tell them about Jesus. That's an amazing opportunity. But right. when we became adults, we never got invited to church, which is when well, we would probably would have started attending. Yeah, I don't know if we were necessarily around people who would. Right, that's true. I mean, that's true, also. too. But, I mean, I remember uh, even... With the even the church up the street, we got married there, and we met, sat down with the pastor, and expected to be invited to church, and had planned to attend that church after our wedding. Yeah, we but, did. We we fully had intentions to doing that. We talked about that. Yeah, but, but they, didn't. they didn't invite us to church, so we felt like we weren't welcome at their church. Right. Okay. Because we weren't invited. Right. And it is more comfortable to mm-hmm. go somewhere where someone's expecting you, and somebody's asked you to come. Exactly. Yeah. Instead of just walking in like you. Feel like right. you, sh- you know, yeah. it's, that's yeah. a weird feeling. It feels like you're showing up to someone's house uninvited, right? Yeah, yeah it's it a does. Public church, it right. still feels that way because everybody knows each other and they don't mm-hmm. know you. Yeah. I yeah. see that. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's, I think it's a very unwelcome feeling. But I mean, even even when we came to Grace, we kind of had an advantage because Jessica had been here. Yeah. But mm-hmm. looking back through the text, there was a conversation that happened with you two actually before before we came. Right. Yeah. You want to share a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, we ended up coming on Easter, but before that, um, January 9th, I had sent a message to Teresa because I was part of the youth group when I was in high school, and so I knew Teresa, and we were friends on Facebook, Um, but I just sent her a message and was asking about the church, or like the service times, and she answered me, and then you can see that we, she waited. The, the most important <laughs> part, I think, about this whole thing is that she waited a few days, and we didn't come. And then she wrote me back and asked um, if we had found a church yet and still wanted to invite us. And, like, just that follow-up made me, yeah. made me feel like I was worth somebody to follow up on, you mm-hmm. know, or that you really seemed interested in us coming, so right. you wanted to reach out again. Right. So I, th- I think that's really important. Right. And I think that we all probably know some people that have shown some type of interest about attending church. Because mm-hmm. it's important. I mean, you know, we need to invite people who don't attend another church. We, we need right. to draw in the, the people who 
who don't have a church to attend. And so I think that we know some that have shown some interest and then we should show some interest in them yeah. by inviting them. Because looking back, I think that nobody invited me to church, honestly, because I think they thought I wouldn't come. Right. Maybe they thought I was a lost cause. I don't know. I mean, right. I was around people who attended church and they didn't ask me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, that that kind of if you're around people who attend church and they don't ask you, it kind of gives you a feeling like, why don't they think like, I should like come? They don't want you there. Right. Yeah. Do they think I'm not worthy of, mm. you know, yeah. so. Yeah. So why ask. would why would you just show up at their church if you feel like you're not welcome there? Right. Because they'd be like, what are you doing here? Exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't invite you. <laughs> See, that's, I mean, right. this is this is just a revelation for me right now. Like if people know that you are in church but you've not invited them to your church, they probably don't feel welcome at your church. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Because they yeah. feel like they'd walk in and you would be surprised that they were there. Instead of welcoming to them, you'd be like, why yeah. are you here? Right. right. And That so, is, yeah. yeah. So just the fact that someone knows that you attend church doesn't mm-hmm. mean, I think that sometimes we think that because we attend church and we're so open about attending church that mm-hmm. if somebody wanted to go, they, they would ask asked. us. Yeah. Right. But, well, you know, yeah. I eat dinner every night. Everybody knows I eat dinner every night, mm-hmm. but you, you probably aren't going to ask me if you can come eat with me. Right. <laughs> right. Right. And the same thing that if, if you have a pool, you're always talking about your pool, but you've never invited them over for a pool party. Right. They probably assume they're not welcome to your pool. No, they're not yeah. just going to come jump in. Yeah, exactly. They yeah. need that invitation. That's exactly right. And Oh, this is eye-opening. This is eye-opening. I mean, <laughs> yeah. this is not something I'd ever really thought about either, but... No. But it's true. I mean, if, if you're not, if you're constantly attending somewhere, but you're not inviting them to it, they probably don't feel welcome there. Yeah. Right. yeah. So that simple invitation, especially on, on a day like Easter, yes, mm-hmm. is just, it, it is, it's inviting. It's welcome. It lets them know that, hey, you're okay with them showing up to your church. Mm-hmm. And I mean, what better place to invite them? You clearly come to Grace because you love our church, yes. right? You love your yeah. church. Um, invite them to the place that you love. Right. Yeah. And, and I will say this, another Tom Rainer statistic, is it, which is kind of disheartening for us, but it says two <laughs> percent of people who attend church will do so because of a church advertisement. Disheartening because we spend a lot of money <laughs> yeah. on church yeah. advertisement and a, t- a lot of time, a lot of time. But eighty-six yeah. percent who attend attend church because they were invited by someone they know. Yes. So yeah, yeah, we spend you know a lot of money. <laughs> you put a lot into marketing. For 2% of the people to say that they came because of marketing. Right. Yet 86% out of complete freedom, right? It's it's free. You don't have to pay for someone, you to invite someone else. Yeah. 86% say they came because of personal invitation. That's crazy. I really think, now that I'm thinking about it, like if I was in another town, if I had moved somewhere, mm-hmm. I might go to a church because of a billboard mm-hmm. or because of something yeah. like that. Right. Because I'm not going to know anybody there anyway. Right. right. But if I'm in the town that I'm raised in or that I've lived in for a long time and I know a lot of people, I would be leery of walk just walking in a church and then being like, what are you doing here? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And it was really important for us, like, that we were at an advantage because I had been here. But, see, I was also invited by a teenager. Like, I mean, mean, in the very beginning, I had to have been invited or asked, you know, for somebody or to go with somebody. And so that was... I mean, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was familiar with the layout. That was one of the most important things to mm-hmm. me was to be familiar with where I was going to go right. and like where the bathrooms were and stuff like that. That's an important thing that people people are weary of. So mm-hmm. when they come into our building and they don't know where to go, that's very intimidating. Right. So if you know that you're going and you're meeting somebody there, yeah. then you're not as intimidated because yeah. they yes. can show you everything. You don't have to ask a stranger. Yeah. Exactly. 
And uh, and to kind of spin off of that, now that we're talking about the unwelcome feeling, I did feel like Grace was your church. And so to me, Mm. it did feel a little unwelcoming to come until I got here. And then Roger was at the door and we know how that goes. Roger loves people. So, (laughs) so yeah, I mean, Roger was super welcoming, but I mean, I know initially when we first started talking about church at that time, I had just said that I was just going to go to my grandparents' church, Yeah, which Mm -hmm. I'd been to before. It was, because that's a comfort zone. It, it is a comfort zone because I I had been there and, you know and I knew my grandparents yeah. there. Right. They would show me where to sit. They'd show me where to use the bathroom. They would you know <laughs> they I mean, would tell you when to stand up and sit down yes. and what's expected of you. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So it was that that comforting familiar familiar that familiar feeling you get <laughs> around things you're familiar with. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean that and that makes a world of difference. It does. It really, really does. And Just to have somebody there with you, it's the same thing as like. Going, I'm a person who doesn't like to go in restaurants unless I go with somebody who's been there before. Because mm-hmm. I want to, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know the payment process. I don't know if they bring the check to you. I don't know if they take it back or if you pay at the register. I don't know all of these things, but mm-hmm. it's nice to have somebody with you. So if we, I mean, we go places with our friends all the time. We talk about movies that we see all the time and like, you should go see that movie. Mm-hmm. So I think that, you know, we can do that with our church too. Right. Right. Oh yeah, and and we're kind of in a a generation that looks for the advice of peers. I mean, yeah. I don't know that I've bought anything in the last four years that I haven't read product reviews on. Yeah, exactly. Got to see how many stars. You've got yeah. to, to check those stars. And yep. I'm sorry if you have ten thousand reviews, but only four point two stars. That's probably not good enough. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not. Right. So got to have at least a four point yeah. eight. Yeah. yeah. And and <laughs> we uh and we we look for that though. We look for peer reviews, and so. If we're going to go somewhere, we're probably going to go to the place that our friends have told us is good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, same yes. with, with food, with a movie, mm-hmm. with church. Yes. You can go to where your friends have talked about. Yeah. Yes. And I think it's really important, too, that to understand that it, if you invite them and they don't come, that's okay. Right. And you don't have to stop asking because they didn't come and right. you invited them once. Mm-hmm. You can. And Easter is a really, it's the perfect time to do that because it's an icebreaker. It's yeah. usually like an event that... It's something special is happening, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's also a little bit of comfort for you in inviting someone because you know Easter is going to be like a big salvation message. Yeah. You're not going to mm-hmm. come in and we're preaching on tithing or something. Yeah, like, right. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a, a safe comforting message feeling. for yeah. sure. This is going to be a you know it's a safe one, but it's it's one that new people need though. Yeah, that's the good thing about Easter is it is a a in, you know introduction to Jesus, a salvation message. It yeah. is that, yes. and that's what new people need. Yes. And that's one reason you should invite people because Easter is the perfect time. Most people are already planning to attend a church. Right. And so why not invite them to your church? Yeah. Yes. And, and, make and then them go feel out welcome. to eat with them afterward. That'd yeah. be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> have, have that follow up. That yeah. makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we know why we should invite people to church, why we should invite them specifically on Easter. The question is how? I think one way we could do it is by um, if you're on Facebook or mm-hmm. uh Twitter and you see your friends and they've asked for a prayer request or something like that, that's a really good opportunity to, you know, say, hey, I'm praying for you. Maybe you should come to my church with me on Sunday. Yeah. Um, I think that would be, that's a good open door it right is. there, yes. on somebody, yeah. especially when they ask for a prayer. So. Yeah. That's already like a good conversation starter too, yeah. is if they've asked for prayer about something, yeah. you can And sometimes can it's easier, to honestly, to ask people or invite people through social media Mm -hmm. yeah i think that that's less intimidating for us i know that you know 
I mean, we should be better about inviting people in person too. Well, to be but fair, it's, it's less on the spot for them too. It is. They can think about yeah. it. They can right. read your message and contemplate mm-hmm. if they want to come. Or, right. Right. You know, they don't have to feel pressured to answer you right away. Because right. I know there's been plenty of times where somebody's invited me to something and I'm hesitant, but I don't want to make it seem like I'm hesitant. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, and you that, don't know that's what awkward. You coming up on yeah. that day. Right. You don't want to put somebody in a in a spot. Right. Right. But if it's somebody close to you, you know, I mean, this is the season. People are talking about Easter. Yeah. All the Easter decorations are out in the stores. They're, you know, Mm -hmm. and so it wouldn't be uncommon for the subject of Easter to come up and then just be like, hey, are you going to church on Easter? We'd love for you to come with us or, you know. Yeah. yeah, it can be casual. You it don't can. have to. I think we always, when we think about it, we think about like knocking on somebody's door and yeah. you know yeah. the whole you don't even know them and, mm-hmm. and yes, that kind yeah. of thing. But no, you're you're asking people, and like we talked about earlier, people who they may have indicated to you at some point that over the past several months, yeah, that yeah. they have some type of interest in it's in attending church, mm-hmm. or they've asked for prayer mm-hmm. or whatever it is. So they have some type of interest in God, right. and you know that they're not attending church somewhere else, right? And they are probably open to that. Right. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And I think the best response, too, because, I, I mean, there's been plenty of times where I've invited someone to church with me and they've been like, oh, well, we go, you know, mm-hmm. over, we go so-and-so. Yeah. And I, most of the time I say, well, that's good. Like, we want you to be happy where you are. Right. You know, right. Stay, you know, that's yeah. good. And then you can, that's okay to let the conversation kind of dwindle mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah. Right. And, and that's, that, you know, that's one thing we're big about around here. I know when we invite people to church, we even said in the radio ad, mm-hmm. we always say, if you're not already attending a church. Yeah. Right. And that's a big thing. If I mean, they're thriving and they're growing yeah. at a, at a church, that's that they're where they need to be. Yes. They, yeah. You know, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a, it's not a competition. We just want to make sure everyone is in church. Church. Yes. yes. I, we, we, we hope it's grace because we love grace. Grace right. has grown us. Yes. But if grace isn't the church for them, then that's perfectly fine. Right. Right. And we hope that they have such a good experience at grace that even if they feel like it's not their church, mm-hmm. they feel like they need church. Right. And right. they'll go if they even go if somewhere they else yeah. and they thrive there, that's awesome. If mm-hmm. we have been a stepping stone to that, right. then that's yeah. awesome. All We're the pleasing better. God in that. Right. Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, our reward is in heaven. It's not Absolutely. here. Absolutely. And yeah. you don't know the lives you will change. I mean, even if someone comes and leaves your church, you don't know the impact you had. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing is we're just here doing God's work. We're not. That's right. We don't save anyone. We don't grow anyone. We just do what God has called us to do and, and let him do the work through it. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, speaking of that, like you, we do think of invitation. I know when you think of evangelism, you always sort of think of like being a street preacher or yeah. going door to door. <laughs> yeah. But like it doesn't have to be yeah. that weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah it doesn't have to, and I mean, it, it's better, honestly, to just invite your friends, mm-hmm. invite your colleagues, invite the people you already know. Actually, Tom Rainer, I, I like Tom Rainer in case you noticed. I noticed, um, yeah. Tom Rainer <laughs> says 35% of people would be likely to attend a church if they knew the people there are like me, in quotation. Uh-huh. So there's a good chance your friends are like you, That's similar right. age, similar interests, similar, you know, life events. If they right. knew your church was for people like them, mm-hmm. like you, they're more likely to come. Right. So yes, it's good to invite your cashier, or your waitress or anyone else to church. That's good because they may need that invitation, right. but the people most likely to come are the people already in your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The people that know mm-hmm. you, yeah. that are already comfortable with you. Exactly. Yeah, because they already know you. They know what you're about. They know that, okay, you're not weird, so that church probably isn't weird. <laughs> but if you just asked your cashier if she wants to come to church with you, that might seem a little weird. Right. She and might. I've done it. So, I mean, I know what the look looks like. <laughs> but, 
But on other ways to invite people to church, we're actually going to be doing a lot of things here at Grace to make it easier for you. We're going to have invite cards. We're going to start handing them out this Sunday, and they're going to have the information. They're going to be having sort of what the series is about, and it's going to encourage people to go to the website to find out all the information. Mm -hmm. But you'll have your invite cards. If you're on social media, we're going to have Facebook videos. Uh, I know Pastor Dennis has recorded two. I'm probably going to record one. We're going to have a few more recorded, but different shareable videos. Um, that'll hopefully pique the interest of your friends. We're also going to have a online invite card, so you could just send that to your friends in Messenger. That would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we were we're going to have all these tools that would just to help you invite your friends, just make it a little bit, little bit easier, a little less awkward. Right. I know because if you have something you can give your friend, it makes that conversation a little. Bit a little bit less easier, weird, yeah. You yeah know? It does, and and it it's does. kind of a reminder that if your friend puts it in their pocket, maybe they pull it out, you know, mm-hmm. um, and right. and see it, and they're like, oh, we should go to this church for Easter, you know. It right. just reminds them to sp- to have the conversation with their spouse or yeah. family member, yeah. and you never uh, know what. God's plans are for that person. Exactly. Like I think that that's what I see most in our life. Like I, my friend who invited me to church had no idea that <laughs> I like that this yeah. is where we would be, you know, and in no their relationship, I had no idea. <laughs> I had no, um, idea. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's just amazing to see that one little conversation, mm-hmm. one little card, yeah. one little invite can change somebody's entire life forever. Yeah. 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 And it creates just such, Oh my gosh, it, it's crazy it's to think about what has happened. It's I mean, just crazy. It's exciting <laughs> and to think that that's happened in each of our lives and how yeah. that can happen. How somebody's just out there just walking along mm-hmm. and yeah. they have no idea yeah. what's about to hit them and yes. God's just going to flip their world upside down and it's going to be awesome. It yeah. is. <laughs> and and I think it's awesome that we get the opportunity to be the vessels that God is going to use to change someone else's life. Yes. Yeah. To think that and, you could oh. be the one that invited that person mm-hmm. that, that right. their life got changed. Yeah. yeah. It's That's amazing. amazing. Yeah. We, we get that opportunity. God has called us to do that. Yes. How fortunate are we? It's exciting. Very, yes. very exciting. Yes. <laughs> so right. we're excited about Easter, guys. We are yes. Excited about <laughs> it's going to be a great service. It is. Yes. Do we want to talk a little bit about the service? I think a little we teaser? should. Yeah, I think teaser? Teresa should tell us. <laughs> All right, Teresa, <laughs> tell, tell us, us about Easter. Tell us the rundown of Easter we Sunday. We are going to, well, we have multimedia. We've got, uh, we're going to have a little bit of a shorter service for our visitors. Um, and we're going to have uh, videos and and music. And But the best part is at the end, we're going to do this really special thing where we decorate the cross. It's called yeah. the flowering of the cross. I love wow. it. Yes, it's and we'll awesome. have flowers. Um, that everybody can go and place on the cross and just turn this instrument of torture into uh, the beauty yeah. of, of Jesus. Oh, wow. And I'm excited about that. And you can also bring your own flowers. Yes. Yeah, yeah. we encourage you to. Maybe yeah. Teresa yeah. had a good point about uh, maybe that morning you get up and you go pick flowers with your kids yeah. that you bring That's in to put, on, this, uh, put yeah. on the cross. Like I think that is the most That's amazing awesome. thing. You can make... Uh, an Easter Sunday so special for you mm-hmm. and your children mm-hmm. and a really great memory. So we're going to yes. sneak down to your mom's house and pick her flowers. She would not like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's for Jesus. It's for Jesus. <laughs> she she may let well, us well, have a couple. <laughs> we'll let London do it. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is okay if London mm-hmm. yes, does. Yes, that's very <laughs> true. But yeah, so Easter Sunday is going to be amazing. We think it's going to be life changing. Yes. We think God's yeah. going to do and be is going to do amazing things through it. And we're yes. so excited. About I can't it. wait. I can't Me wait either. either. All right, guys, I think we've covered what we came here to talk about today yep. and had some revelations to us <laughs> yes. that we hadn't thought about. 
Um, so guys, we hope that you enjoyed this podcast, that you learned something. And I'm praying that you are praying for someone to invite this Easter. Yes. Uh, we'll have the cards. I'm praying that you'll pray over them and that you'll give them out to someone and that God will change some lives this Easter. Amen. All right, guys. Thank you so much for watching. We will see you next Monday. Bye. Bye. Bye.